ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Tuesday, December 15th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We've got coming up on the program this hour, David Crane, the voice of the UAB Blazers. We're going to talk about the game coming up Friday at Joan C. Edwards Stadium. Marshall taking on UAB for the Conference USA Championship. So we'll hear from David in a few minutes. Also, we're going to run down what the bowl situation looks like as of right now for Conference USA. UTSA had to get shuffled into another game. So the conference so far has five participants. Where is Marshall going? We'll look at what's available, speculate, talk about that. That's coming up. And, of course, really, i got to start with this. I didn't think I was going to watch the entire game, but I couldn't stop watching it. Last night, Monday Night Football, usually I'll listen to it in the background, do other things, but this game got really good, and it kept getting better and better. And finally, Lamar Jackson has to leave, and then he comes back. I mean, Cleveland couldn't stop him. And Lamar Jackson runs all over the place in the first half. And he comes back, and then on a fourth down play, final two minutes of the game, he comes back, he makes things happen. Then the Browns, they march down, they tie the thing up, and then Jackson gets right back in there and gets the Ravens in the field goal range. Justin Tucker kicks a 55-yard field goal, two seconds left. Game's not over yet. The Ravens have taken the lead. Game's not over. It's Cleveland ball. And old-school football here, throwing it back, forth. You know, everybody had a touch. And then finally it ends on a safety, which I thought was comical. Terrible, terrible betting game. Lots of money lost or some people who had – Thinking, okay, we're going to win this. I'm going to make some money off this. No, lots of money lost. The, the better is not a good day for the the gambling types. And, of course, that doesn't matter to me. It was just a fun game. And so the Ravens all of a sudden continuing their push. Cleveland's getting closer to a playoff spot, but still the Ravens making it tough. And the Ravens keep on doing what the Ravens do. I mean, this was a fun game. This is a far cry from when the Ravens pounded Cleveland earlier in the season. But still, you can't take anything away from what Cleveland's been able to do, Baker Mayfield. I thought it was a great showing from both teams. This is why Monday Night Football used to be the thing. It used to be a big deal. I mean, Sunday Night Football has taken that slot. But Monday Night Football used to be the thing. At least when I was growing up, it wasn't about Sunday night football. It was about Monday night football. And now, Monday night football is sort of like this afterthought. You know, after Sunday, it's like, oh, yeah, we got a Monday night game. I hope Monday night football comes back to give us a game like that every week. That was just a blast to watch. And honestly, and I know that the NFL is trying to find a place for the Thursday night package, just reading some trades. 
Nobody wants a Thursday night game. I don't want the Thursday night game. I'm okay with it, but I'd rather have, if we're going to have Sunday night football, give me a really good Monday night game. Seriously. Let's have the ability to flex a good game into Monday night football. Let's make that a big game as well. Let's do away with Thursday night football. Let's just put that back and go, okay, that was good. That was great. It was nice, but let's just put that aside now. And I would make I would make your two primetime spots a lot better with your Sunday game and your Monday game. That's just me because that was fun yesterday. Absolutely fun. And I hope we get that again. I mean, I, I would watch Monday Night Football more if it was like that every week. Cleveland loses, though. The Bengals fan in me giggles a little bit, and then we move on. I realize the Bengals are in line for a uh, number three draft pick as it stands right now. So, hey, there is a silver lining here. I've got, I've got positivity going out right now as a Bengals fan. There is a silver lining getting the three pick. Maybe you get an offensive lineman. That's just me throwing out suggestions here. Uh, hey, we got a lot of Marshall stuff to get into today as well. Doc Holliday named the American Football Coaches Association FBS Region 4 Coach of the Year. Region 4 covers all of Conference USA and the Big 12. So congratulations to Doc Holliday. The Football Coaches Association recognizes five Coach of the Year winners in each of the association's five divisions, football bowl subdivision, football championship subdivision, Division II, D3, NAIA. The winners are selected by active members of the association, then will vote for coaches in their respective regions and divisions. Since Doc wins Region 4 or he is named the Coach of the Year in Region 4, I mean, Doc has a shot here to be Coach of the Year. Think about that. Doc Holliday could be coach of the year with one loss to his name. If he wins the Conference USA Championship and then goes out there, gets a bowl win, he's going to get a lot of people voting for him. Will he win it? I don't know. But this is a good first step as far as a great honor for Marshall, for Coach Holiday. I didn't, I didn't break the sound down today from the presser, but – I did ask him about it, and you know what? In Doc fashion, Doc is more about, you know what? My assistants, everybody who's with me, this is this is why I, I get these things, if I get these things. These are the people. It's not me. It's these people. So I thought Doc was very humble about it. I mean, that's one thing about him. He doesn't come out with swagger. Maybe that's something that, you're used to a coach that always comes out with swagger. I don't know. Doc has always been humble. He's never been the type of guy that just walks down the street like, you know what? Yeah, look at me. That's what I like about him, too. He just, he's just quiet. He's humble. I mean, as a member of the media, sure, I would like to get him to be a little bit more vivacious, a little bit more, I don't know, give me something that's really, really quotable, Doc. You know, make it easy for me. But, no, he's really a quiet guy, so – I mean, I'm not surprised today that he's, he's pretty humble about this. I would definitely be shocked if he was like, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm coach of the year, region four. No, he was completely humble about it today. But congratulations to him. He deserves it. And Marshall with one blemish, and Marshall's going to get an opportunity to erase 
almost all the bad taste in your mouth with a win against UAB. That's coming up. And we'll talk about it when we come back. Uh, we'll also, we'll take a look at what's happening in Conference USA this evening. A lot of basketball games to tell you about. Where's one right now? I, for some reason, I'm always watching the game tracker. Rice beat Houston Baptist today 90-79. to I don't know what it is. I'm always watching a Rice game tracker for some reason. I would have been okay with some afternoon baseball, basketball, football on the schedule for the herd down the, you know, these, these past few months. Playing afternoon basketball. We're going to get some of that. We're going to get like a 3 p.m. tip for herd basketball on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Come on. Let's make that happen. Hopefully that word gets back over to the Shoey, over to the Henderson Center and all the proper departments. Let's get some let's get some midday, middle-of-the-week basketball going on here. All right, when we come back from break, we're going to turn our attention to UAB Marshal David Crane from UAB's broadcast crew. Joins us when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up Friday, we've got football action at Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Marshall taking on UAB. This is going to be the first time since these two teams met back on November 22nd of 2014. Marshall wins that one 23-18, but that's been a long time ago. And ever since then, UAB has lost a football program, gotten it back, won the division three times in a row. That's unheard of in Conference USA. And UAB going for its second championship in Conference USA. Marshall doing the same and joining us now on the program to talk a little bit more about it, the voice of the UAB Blazers, David Crane. And, David, we were talking off air. It's just it's crazy. The last time these two teams met was 2014, and so much has happened ever since. And UAB <laughs> losing a football program, we're following along with it here all those years ago, comes back even stronger. That's just unheard of, but gratefully uh, UAB football is back. Yeah, it's uh, it, it really is a, an amazing story. It's a great story if you're a, a UAB fan. Uh, it was not a lot of fun. Um, I have said this many, many times, but it was at, at the same time the best and the worst thing that ever happened to UAB football because it was it was terrible. Uh, it was heartbreaking to see the the players and the coaches and everything they had to go through, but at the same time to see the community rally and the fan support. Um, Turned things around, and, and six months later, decided to change change course and, and bring football back. And it was a two year process, but Bill Clark um, built it back, you know, piece by piece, and and put a roster together that that practiced for two years. And so uh, it, it was again, it, it was not a lot of fun. I don't recommend anybody else doing it. Uh, I got asked several times, was it a PR stunt? Did they know what they were doing all along? And I can assure you, it was not a PR stunt. <laughs> Uh, it's a great but, stunt uh, if it if it was. It, yeah, in the end, uh, you know, I hate to even say it was all worth it, but it, it certainly is in the best shape uh, in in every imaginable way that it's that it's ever been in. David, is this program the same without Bill Clark? If he says, you know what, I'm out of here, I'm I'm done, I'm going to go elsewhere. If he leaves, does this thing become what it has become? 
Oh, I, I, no way. If Bill Clark wasn't the coach when it happened, if he didn't tell everyone, you know, when the when the group that was trying to get it back um, went to him and, and told him what they were doing, and, and he said, look, if you can pull this off, if you bring it back, I'll, I'll stick around. And so they were able to do that. He was good to his word and, and stuck around. If it was another coach, um, I, I would imagine most of – most of them would have gone on and found another job and just moved on. Um, if 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 he had not had the season he had in 2014, getting UAB bowl eligible, um, I, I'm not sure the the fans, the community, the businesses, all that would have would have believed uh, that a turnaround was possible and that Bill Clark could could make this thing a winner. So there are any number of factors that that would have impacted it certainly differently. Uh, but, but Bill Clark is the is a key ingredient to why it has been a successful uh, return. And now the returns are in three-time, back-to-back-to-back, West Division champs. That's not been done. So that's an amazing feat right there. Playing in third straight conference championship game, like the Herd, one-and-one in these conference championship games. So you know, there's going to be a lot of energy both sides, but – UAB comes into this game with a lot of experience, a lot of, of championship experience. Marshall doesn't have that. It's been a long time since Marshall's played in a championship game here. UAB's old hat here. It, well, I think there is something to be said for, for experience in a championship game, but I also think 2020 negates a lot of that because nobody knows what in the world – a team is going to look like on Saturday when they show up if they're able to show up. So, uh, yes, I think the experience is good um, and, and some bitterness perhaps still in their mouths after last year's championship game when they got blown out uh, by FAU. So um, that may factor in a little bit, but I think it's just the opportunity, and I'm sure it's the same way for Marshall, to actually have, have gone through everything all of these coaches and players and support staff have gone through to have a chance to play for a championship. Uh, it doesn't matter if you played five games, six games, seven games, ten It doesn't matter. If, if you persevered and, and have gotten to this point, you are going to be a worthy champion. I think there will always be people who look back and sort of put an asterisk on the 2020 season, and I get that. But for what all of these folks have been through uh, to, to get to this point in the season, it's, a, it's going to be a worthy champion, whoever it is, on Friday night. I think Doc made that point rather uh, – he, he hit it home earlier today in, in the presser with uh, both coaches and basically said, don't put an asterisk on this. The team that wins this thing should get a star instead of an asterisk because it's, <laughs> it's very difficult to uh, have gone through this. Yeah. I mean, you look at your schedule. The last time UAB played before the Rice game was October 31st. You've had so many weeks to try to get over that Louisiana Tech loss, and you did it quite nicely against Rice. So, you know, it worked out fine. But still, that's crazy. You play October thirty first, and then you got to wait till December twelfth to play again. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. They had an open date scheduled after that Louisiana Tech game, so they knew they weren't playing the, the first week in November. But then four straight cancellations, um, and it's it was. It, blame to share all around. It wasn't just the other teams canceling. UAB had some issues, obviously. Still had some issues last week, but was able to, to cobble together a roster and, and go play Rice. 
who was also shorthanded and, and beaten up and injured and, and, you know, obviously they've had their own issues. So again, I, I applaud everyone who has made the attempt to play this season safely, uh, and, and, and make it meaningful. So it was, it was tough, but you know, last night on a radio show with coach Clark, we brought up the fact that good grief, they practiced for two years without a game. So, you know, three or four weeks without a game, <laughs> no big deal for UAB football. They they have gone longer stretches between games, but awfully excited to, to somehow get that win at Rice and, and give them an opportunity to win a championship Friday night. What can we expect on the field in the game against Rice? Your redshirt junior quarterback Tyler Johnson comes back since week two and um, second half comeback, two touchdowns, win the game. That's the most important thing. Now, what can you tell us about him going a long stretch between games? Well, I, you know, he came back in in relief against Louisiana Tech. Didn't play a ton of snaps, uh, but was able to get back out there and get a little playing time. And I think he's pretty much healed up uh, in the in that five six week layoff between games. So um, I think what you saw against Rice is is what we have seen from Tyler Johnson in his entire career. He's very tough. He can run the football when UAB needed to to run it, work some clock. Uh, he was their running the guy uh, with with Smith Brown and Dwayne McBride out. Uh, he was sort of the go-to guy in the ground game, and then hit enough big plays in the passing game to to get the win. He is a phenomenal deep ball thrower. Um, I've I've watched a decent amount of football in my lifetime, and and I just don't remember anybody that can throw the deep ball as well and as accurately. Uh, as he can, and, and he was throwing to some different receivers. Um, number one guy, Austin Watkins, has opted out for the rest of the season. He had a couple other guys missing, so it's not like you had this this magic connection uh, for for weeks on end between Tyler and these receivers. So uh, he's he's a winner. He's tough. Uh, he's been beaten up his, his entire career. <laughs> he may be in play hurt a lot, but hopefully he's going to be able to play fairly healthy on Friday night. So the challenge for the herd, basically, uh, cover all the wide receivers because uh, Watkins isn't going to be out there, and uh, I'm sure that's going to uh, get a lot of coaches' attention. You know, they're they're not looking at that Rice film. Uh, talking to uh, Marshall's quarterback uh, Grant Wells, I try to get him. He wouldn't take the bait. I, I talked to him, try to get him to talk about comparing uh, film between the Rice game, and he, I don't think he was having any of that. Where. Um, UAB was able to beat him. Marshall couldn't. And I know fans like to talk about that stuff, but Rice is such a, a strange team to defend and to go up against. Uh, I don't know if that film's valid for, for either school, really, the way Rice plays. Yeah, and, and turnovers are obviously the, the story. Uh, five turnovers in one game, I, I don't know anybody. I don't, I don't think Alabama could, could win committing five turnovers in a game. Um and so that was that was a key ingredient last week. Only one turnover. It came on the last play of the game, an interception to, to seal it away for UAB. Um, and, and Rice is unbelievably challenging. And, and Bill Clark and I have laughed about it for years with Mike Bloomgren as the coach. It's almost cheating. I mean, they huddle. They have a tight end. They have a fullback. They, they line up in the eye formation. All of that stuff I thought had been outlawed in football for the last you know, five to ten years or so. And Rice went on a 20-play, 12-minute drive in the first quarter against UAB. And the good news was UAB held them to a field goal. If they had scored a touchdown after that, it would have been really deflating. But, but to hold them to a field goal uh, 
was a big bonus for the UAB defense. And so, yeah, you're right. I, I think you can sort of take that Rice film maybe for both sides and kind of throw it out. And, and uh, I think these two teams are, are very evenly matched. I think it's two really good defenses, um, two talented offenses with some great playmakers. And so it, I, I'm expecting a, a great ball game. I hope so anyway on Friday night. Talking about those defenses, uh, Coach Clark talking earlier today said that the Marshall defense is the way he hopes or would like to see his team play. But you're right. Defensively, these are two really sound programs. Do you think that these are very similar schools, the way they play? That seems to be the indication from everyone, the way they talk, both coaches. that yeah, We're talking about maybe not mirror images exactly, but very similar in the way the two schools go about basically playing football. I think so. Uh, and again, we haven't seen Marshall up close and personal in, in six years now, but um, I've always I've always thought of Marshall as, as you know tough and physical, especially on defense, um, and and has always been able to do a lot of different things on offense. And and I, I think that holds true for this season. And I think UAB is somewhat the same way. Um, the, the defense has been very good, maybe not as good as last year's team, which was was really dominant. I thought. Uh, and offensively this year, there's been a pretty good balance. Uh, Spencer Brown has been fantastic running the ball. Dwayne McBride has been unbelievable as a freshman running back coming in. Uh, Tyler Johnston and, and Bryson Lucero have been uh, very good at quarterback. Did have not turned it over as much as they did last year on offense. So I think that's an improvement. So yeah, I, I think they're very similar. They they may go about it in, in slightly different ways, but I, I do expect a low-scoring game. It, turnovers take that out of the equation because we know what that can do to the numbers. But um, if all things are sort of equal, I, I do expect a, a lower-scoring game Friday night. David Crane's joining us, UAB play-by-play announcer. The Blazers coming to Huntington. Not that uh, Marshall fans want it to happen this year, but when's UAB going to host one of these things here? Uh, it feels like UAB is on the road all the time. Well, that's true. We, we've hit Murfreesboro, Boca, and now Huntington uh, for these these championship games. And um, you know, I, I remember the the first one against Middle Tennessee. UAB had a, had a really good chance to host. Uh, had to had to go play Middle Tennessee the week before, lost in Murfreesboro, and then I had to turn around and go back the next week. Was able to win that one. Um, you know, last year I don't even remember what the, the scenario was for how UAB could have could have hosted this year. Um, yeah, you know, who knows? Good, good grief! I, I'm not sure what any formula looks like in, in 2020, but I, I will say this: um, it, it's a shame that UAB has not or was not able to play another game at Legion Field. The, the last game they played there was a loss to Louisiana, uh, and if and if things go well, uh, that will be the final game UAB plays at Legion Field. The new stadium downtown will be open, and and maybe next year, maybe if they can make it a, a four-peat and, and win the division again, they'll they'll be able to, to host a championship game and to do it at, at New Protective Stadium would, would be dynamite. And that's another thing uh, that's exciting about UAB football right now. You leave a historic venue, but you're going to a much, much better place for, for UAB football. And that's got to be exciting because that's going to, I'm sure, propel the program to even higher heights. Well, I think it's a great recruiting tool for Bill Clark, and it's another one of those sort of promises uh, that he has made to recruit over the years. And, and fortunately, uh, he's been, been able to back up most of them. Uh, they, they finally were able to build a football facility 
uh, a quality practice facility. Uh, that was sort of the first thing he was was selling recruits, and then the the new stadium was the the second major piece of the puzzle, and it should be ready and, and open for business uh, in in 2021. And it will be it'll be wonderful to to have something brand new. Um, it's in downtown. I think the view is going to be great. The atmosphere will be wonderful. But at the same time, they are going to miss Legion Field. Um, it, it, it has its faults, no doubt about it. It has its shortcomings, warts, and all of those things. But it was very good to this football team, uh, especially since the return. The, the loss to Louisiana um, was the only loss they suffered since 2017 at Legion Field. So I, I think they took a lot of pride in that. Uh, I think they felt some some magic at Legion Field, and, and I hope they're able to – to scrape some of that off the turf and, and take it with them to the new stadium. Joining us on the program, the voice of the UAB Blazers, David Crane. Marshall playing host to UAB in the conference championship game coming up on Friday. It's going to be an exciting one for sure. And, and of course, after this, we'll find out which bowl or I don't know. What, what are you hearing as far as UAB's bowl? I, I haven't heard anything definitive yet from Marshall. There's still talk that maybe the Cure Bowl. You know, it's all out there right now. It is, and, and there have been a few things floated out for UAB. Uh, and I, I, I do wish, I guess selfishly with the holidays coming up, I, I wish they would tell us where we're going right now, win or lose. Give us you know, two options, one if you win, one if you lose, that's fine. But it, at least let us make some plans uh, because I, I do think potentially it could be a, a fairly quick turnaround um, and be playing somewhere perhaps. Uh, later next week, but uh, don't really have any definitive word on that. Uh, but again, it, it'll be nice. It won't be a, a, a usual bowl trip. I don't think anybody's going to be going anywhere for a week and, and enjoying themselves. I think most people are going to treat it like a road trip and probably go in a day before, maybe two days before, something like that. But um, it, it will be good to play another game. Uh, it'll be good to, to have a chance to win a bowl game, but it, it's certainly going to be a lot different than, than any other bowl trip we've been on. Don't take the game on January 1st. Just tell them right now, no ticket smarter Birmingham Bowl for UAB. Do not do that. Don't pull what FAU does and play at home. Don't do it. Well, I tell you what, there is, there. I will say there has been a lot of talk about that. Um, and I think it, if, if it was any other year, I would wholeheartedly agree with you that you don't want to play your bowl game at home. You do want a trip. But, it's, again, it's not going to be a normal bowl trip. It would be a chance to maybe go out with a win at Legion Field and, instead of a loss. Um, and it would selfishly make my life a heck of a lot easier to not have to travel anywhere for a bowl game. So, so selfishly, I wouldn't be totally opposed to it. Um but we'll have to see how it all shakes out, and, and I'm sure there are any number of changes and cancellations and tweaks to it in, in the coming days and, and weeks with, with the way everything's unfolded so far this year. No, I'm putting you in the I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the bowls here. We're going to put Marshall in the Cure Bowl. Just go ahead and get that taken care of. Uh, and uh, how do you feel about playing Army in the uh, Independence Bowl? I mean, Shreveport's not that far away. Uh, no, it is not. What uh, just – out of curiosity, what day is that bowl game? All on the 26th. Uh, that one's at 7 p.m., and the uh, Cure Bowl is also on the 26th at noon. Oof, oof. Yeah, um, come on, this is Conference USA. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. Oh, sure. And and I, I got to tell you, I I would rather 
see a lot of teams instead of Army and, and have to deal with that <laughs> on a short, uh, maybe a short week in preparing for it. But you know what, Shreveport, we've been there. Uh, we stay there to play Louisiana Tech, so we're, we're familiar with that territory, and it, it would be a, a fairly easy trip. Now, I'm not, not wild about that, that opponent you're giving us, but you know we'll, we'll take whatever we can get. Well, thankfully, I'm not in charge of the Bulls, and uh, you got to be pretty excited to know that Conference USA and Russ Anderson probably single-handedly has put UTSA in two bowls now. Amazingly enough. <laughs> I tell you, Russ does good work. He, he gets one team into two bowls in, in two days, I think, less than, than 48 hours. So uh, Russ is, is fantastic. Uh, he's been there a long time, and, and I, I think he absolutely deserves credit for the Roadrunners getting two bowl bids in, in one season. I mean, that's impressive. That is really impressive. <laughs> they lose their bowl game, and then, you know what, no problem. We got you in another one here. So that's yeah. that's good work. Yeah. And in the, basically the same, if they had already made travel plans, they didn't have to change it. I think it's basically the basically the same trip. So good on Russ. He's, he's a great fella. Looking forward to seeing you on, on Friday, David. You guys are coming in day of or uh, night before. How, uh, how are you guys rolling we'll, in here? We'll fly up Thursday uh, and, and get there probably late afternoon. Uh, a little change in the, the schedule, I guess, because it's a – a Friday night game, and again, it's been a shorter week for UAB. Normally, we go out uh, earlier in the day, late morning or, or lunchtime, but they push it back a little bit, so they'll go uh, make a quick stop at the stadium on their way to the hotel and, and then sit around Friday and um, put on all sorts of cold-weather gear and get ready to play the game Friday night. Not going to be that cold. Come on. Not going to be that cold. There's no snow that I think of. It'll be fine. It'll be good. Trust me. I, I, I'm, I, am, uh, I am standing outside in Birmingham right now in shorts and a T-shirt just prepping myself for Friday night. It's going to snow. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. It's, <laughs> it's, come on, it's, it's Huntington Conference USA championship game. It'll be, it's it's going to happen. We've seen snow before. I, yeah, it's going to happen. If I, don't, if I don't see snow in Huntington, I'm going to be disappointed. We could pipe some in. <laughs> Just put a put a snow machine in the corner, make it make it like a holiday thing. That'd be great. It's gonna be thirty nine and cloudy. That's the weather on Friday uh, as of right now. Yeah. Thirty nine and cloudy. Yeah, balmy. That's um. I'm sure. I mean, because what what is it like sixty degrees now in, in Birmingham? What's the weather like down there? Uh, it is. We've had a little bit of, of a cool snap for us. Uh, we didn't get out of the forties yesterday. Kind of cloudy and raw all day and. Uh, it's probably low 50s and cloudy again today. So it, it's been chilly, but um, it, there's chilly and then there's cold. And, and we're we're getting ready for cold on Friday night. Well, the good news is uh, the upper level of the press box has heat and all that stuff now. Um, I think that was there. That Was that improvement there when you uh, were here last, uh, the uh, the improvement to the, the, the third level of the press box? Yes. Okay. Yes. They, had, uh, they, had, they had fancied all that up. Uh, maybe the, that year, the last time, I guess it was 2013, may have been the last time we were up there. So, Yeah, and it's a great vantage point, and it's a, it's a good place to call a game, and it's always good to see Steve Cotton roaming around. So it's, uh, it, we're looking forward to the trip. David, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. UAB, if I could have uh, picked an opponent for the herd, the, this would have been the one I wanted to see from the West, and uh, I'm glad we got it. UAB Marshall should be a fun one. Safe travels coming up to Huntington. David, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you very much. David Crane, voice of the UAB Blazers. Uh, 
you know how much I like UAB in Conference USA. If uh, UAB is doing well in Conference USA, I think the league does well. We're going to talk about what's happening in Conference USA. Lots of games to tell you about. Also, we'll take a look at that bowl picture in the league when we continue on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true great taste, only 96 calories. Lots of action in Conference USA basketball tonight. I told you about how Rice earlier today, and again, I don't know why it always feels that every time I go check on the Conference USA scoreboard during the show or I want to keep an eye on things and I look to see which teams are playing today, it's always Rice in the afternoon. Rice playing in an afternoon game, and I love it. 90-79, to Rice defeats Houston Baptist. Games that are happening tonight. A lot of these games are on ESPN Plus, so you can watch some of them if you're looking for some basketball action tonight. Charlotte is at Davidson. You remember Davidson from the Southern Conference, old-time herd fans? Well, Charlotte taking on Davidson tonight. I might look at that one. That's coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. Also, FAU at Stetson. That is 7 p.m. as well. And then a little bit later on in the evening, Jackson State taking on Louisiana Tech. That's going to be on CUSA.TV. Arkansas Pine Bluff at North Texas tonight, also on CUSA.TV. That's at 8 p.m. And Southern Miss at Lamar ESPN Plus game, that's set for 8 p.m. So you've got a few games in Conference USA if you want to keep tabs on the basketball side of things. I think you should go for that Charlotte-Davidson game. If you're a longtime Herd fan, you were following the Herd in the Southern Conference days, Davidson was a school that was always a, a... a pain for the thundering herd. I'm just going to be up front. I always enjoyed Marshall beating Davidson back as a fan. Then again, honestly, it's generational. I have just more affinity for Marshall beating up the Southern Conference schools. Of course, Dan D'Antoni remembers the Mac. It's That's why he's a little bit more excited about the game with Toledo because Coach, he remembers those Mac days. I, more fondly than the Mac, like the Southern Conference days when it comes to the schedule. So uh, Charlotte Davidson, uh, I'm pulling for Charlotte tonight in this one. Yeah, you got to root for your conference. You got to always. I know it's crazy rule, but you got to root for your conference. You, you, unless you're playing your conference team, your opponent in conference, you got to root for your conference schools. If they're out of conference, you got to. You just got to do it. it you know, I'm not saying you start chanting CUSA, CUSA. No, no. I'm not saying that, but still, you got to root for your conference mates. It's just better for the league. It seriously is. Uh, there are a lot of bowls to talk about. We will run them down in Conference USA. UTSA playing a bowl game again after not having a bowl, getting in a bowl, finding out that that game is not happening, and then getting into another bowl. 2020, folks, we'll talk about it when we continue with today's edition here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, this is the Tuesday, December 15th edition, The Drive on ESPN 
94.1 and AM 9:30. Bulls, bulls, and bulls. We got a lot of them. We got five Conference USA teams in bowls. Uh, let's update what happened since yesterday. UTSA is in a bowl again. They're going to be in the Service Pro First Responders Bowl. Serve Pro First Responders Bowl in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be on Saturday, December 26th. That game's going to be on ABC, right? That's a good upgrade. Get to play on e- ABC? Good for you, UTSA. Good for you. North Texas takes on Appalachian State in the Myrtle Beach Bowl on the 21st. RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, La Tech has got Georgia Southern. That's going to be on Wednesday, the 23rd. The Montgomery Bowl, Florida Atlantic versus Memphis. That should be an interesting one, actually. That's on the 23rd. Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Western Kentucky versus Georgia State. And we're still waiting to see what the rest of the Conference USA Bowl slate will look like. You know Marshall and UAB are going to a game. You just know it. Conference USA is not going to allow its two representatives and the championship to go without a bowl. You're just announcing some of these early now because these other teams can prepare and get ready. Marshall, by default, knows that, okay, it's going to be probably a quick turnaround. Conference championship comes first, same for UAB. What's left, though? What's out there that makes sense or could happen? And, again, I don't know. There could be a lot of trading going on. Hopefully, we're not talking about the Camellia Bowl on December 25th. If that happens, we all should riot. That's just my opinion. Playing the game on Christmas Day. No, no, no. It's NBA Day. The NBA plays on Christmas Day. Step back, college football. You got the night off. 26th, though. Cure Bowl, that's, what, that's what's out there. That's what, that's what the speculation is. The Cure Bowl, Marshall and the Cure Bowl. Could it be Marshall and Coastal Carolina? Could the Sun Belt and the Conference USA champion meet? Could that be what we're waiting for? Okay, UAB won the conference championship, so to make an interesting matchup, going to put them against the Sun Belt champion, probably going to be Coastal Carolina. Then you've got what's left out there. You've got the Independence Bowl. Could Marshall take on Army on Saturday night, December 26th? Could that be Marshall's destination? Wow, that'd be, um, that'd be an interesting game right there. Or will there be some trading going on? Because you've got so many tie-ins. I don't see the Military Bowl uh, losing a spot. I mean, then again, the ACC, that's an ACC versus American game. Could there be, like, you know, a little, eh, we'll do this favor for you, you do this favor for us type of deal here? A lot of this is going to depend on what ESPN, what the Bulls want, what makes sense, what's available to them. And these are these are made-for-TV events. The, the matchups are partially to fill spots and to partially put together interesting matchups for the viewing audience. North Texas, Appalachian State, the grand scheme of things, that's probably interesting to some people. Tulane, Nevada, that could be interesting. BYU, UCF, I think that's interesting. Georgia Southern, Louisiana Tech, yeah, these, these are kind of some interesting matchups here. And, and then you get down to it and you look at some of the, the games that are going on and, and when they're announced you'll know more. But really you're trying to put together the best possible matchup for the bowl. And that's where Marshall might, if Marshall can win the conference championship, Marshall 
being a team that has been in the top 25 for the most part, could get back in, could be maybe 25, maybe very fringe here, receiving votes, so generate some interest in a couple of games here. And, of course, you might see Marshall play in a, a different game than what's on the docket for Conference USA. Seriously, Marshall could find its way. Believe it or not, Marshall could find its way into a different bowl. Could it be the Ticket Smart Birmingham Bowl? I mean, maybe UAB is getting that bowl. That that would not be a terrible bowl for them this year. If you were with us earlier, David Crane, the voice of the UAB Blazers, he's like, I like that bowl. That's easy for me. Basically for him, just drive down the road and I'm there. I don't have to travel. But could you see one of these bowls maybe not have a, a, a team pull in a marshal as an at-large or – are we thinking too much about it? Whatever happens, we'll know closer to the end of the week, I'm sure. Maybe it's announced after the conference championship game. That's coming up. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7 The Dog. That's coming up on Friday. Now, coming up tomorrow, uh, we are going to have basketball. So we'll get into that in its entirety tomorrow. We didn't talk much about it today. But Marshall in action taking on Toledo. We go on the air at 5 o'clock. It's going to be 5 o'clock tomorrow. I double-check that. 5 o'clock tomorrow, 6 o'clock-ish tip, and you can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we'll have a preview of that matchup tomorrow. Uh, Toledo right now sitting at 4-3 and three overall, but 1-0 in the Mid-American Conference, which – is more important to them. Also, this is a team that has beaten Marshall two last year, three overall. The last three, Toledo has won. Do you think that a guy like Tavion Kinsey and Jared West have forgotten that? Do you think that they have at any point of the season – when they looked at the schedule, went, hmm, Toledo. I wonder if they remember what they did to us because they definitely um, haven't forgot over at the Henderson Center. We'll talk about it tomorrow. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank my guest, David Crane, for joining us on the Miller Lite phone line. You will be with us tomorrow, I hope, at 5 o'clock as we get you set for Marshall taking on Toledo. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.